Hello and welcome. You are listening to Desperate Acts of Capitalism, a podcast about money, marketing, and how it all goes wrong. Join us on our magical journey through a wonderland of burning money. I'm Evan Swope. And I'm C.T. Kelly. All right, we're live. Wow, we made it. Wow. The dreaded episode 14. The same um, joke that we've made the I last... haven't made it in like 10 episodes. <laughs> Give me a break. No, I'm not going to. This is part... Partially my podcast as well. Evan. We're not friends in real life. No, we hate each other. We, we just do this for the money. <laughs> uh, can you imagine? Hopefully one day. <laughs> one day we'll be successful enough to really hate each other. <laughs> it's the American dream. Get Have like a, a, a really terrible falling out over yeah. desperate acts of capitalism. Over two different directions we want to take the show. <laughs> I really want to talk about, like, baseball statistics and different sports. I really hate baseball statistics. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to take it in a sports direction. <laughs> talk about more so right. sports statistics and fantasy football leagues. Right. Which we actually need to talk about at some point. We totally need to talk about, like, fantasy oh, those, football like, apps. Fans, yeah, yeah, those huge companies. Um, oh, yeah, I don't think I told you about how I wrote this episode. No. So I wrote this episode this Wednesday, right? Okay. Um, the night before, at, like, 11.30 on Tuesday, yeah. I was trying to sleep, and I accidentally took an Adderall. <laughs> so wait, how does that accidentally happen? I... I, I think it was because I was filling up my water bottle mm. and I sat down next to my bed and I had my water bottle and I was looking at my the bottles of pills on my desk yeah. and my brain just automatically in its tired little slump yeah. just went like, oh, time for a pill. Yeah, just like out of habit. Kind right. Of thing. And I took an Adderall and I literally shot up. <laughs> I stood up at like 11.30 and I went, fuck, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Because I had shit to do the next day. Yeah. You know, and now I'm not going to sleep, and they're going to wear off at 7 a.m. Yeah. when I normally have to leave for work. The worst possible timing. Right. So I went... <laughs> so here's what happened. Mm-hmm. I sat down, and I was like, well, I'm not going to sleep, so I might as well do something. Yeah. So I played seven straight hours of Minecraft, <laughs> and I listened to... A, uh, I listened to a six-hour audio documentary about the life of L. Ron Hubbard <laughs> without moving for seven hours. That's amazing. And then I, I lied down because I could feel the meds kind of wearing off. Yeah. And I, rem- I couldn't sleep because there was still some left in my system. Yeah. And I remember my dad leaving for work. Yeah. And then I, I decided, like, you know what? We're in new territory here. Fuck it. Yeah. So I took another Adderall. (laughs) No. And then I remember my dad leaving for work, and then I remember taking a shower, and then it was like I blinked, and then suddenly it was 4.30 in the evening, and I was walking back to my car after a day of work, and I had written this episode. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. I still do not remember writing this episode. (laughs) Hey, I mean, this podcast is we gotta we gotta be extreme for this. <laughs> every I promise the viewers that every subsequent episode after this will be written in an insane yeah. amphetamine fueled yeah. stupor, an increasingly dangerous cocktail of drugs. <laughs> I 
Here on Desperate Acts of Capitalism, we guarantee that every episode is written in an amphetamine-induced fugue state. <laughs> or your money back. Uh, all right, so uh, let's just jump right in here. Okay. This is from Stassa Edwards for Jezebel. <clears throat> Since Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop launched in, 28, in 2008, the site has earned its reputation as the internet's kooky rich aunt. From detoxes to cleanses, vitamins to clean food, vaginal eggs to vaginal steaming, and recurring features as a self-described, quote, medical medium, a man who diagnoses disease via spirit, spirit guidance, Goop has built a small digital empire. In between primers on how to wear denim jackets and a curated shop featuring Eula Johnson jumpers and Marnie sandals, Goop pedals, quote, wellness. The site's iteration of health content, sleekly packaged as lifestyle content, much like the primers on fashion and food that also populate the site, the blend of alternative medicine and lifestyle combined with Goop's breezy and innocently inquisitive tone has served Goop well. The brand is successful enough that it entered the supplement market earlier this year when it launched Goop Wellness, a line of high-priced vitamins. According to the site's press release, the vitamins, packaged with witty names like high school genes, are supplement regimens that address the acute needs of the modern woman. The vitamins are peak goop. <laughs> Wellness, gender, and healthy alternatives intermingle in an appealing minimalist package. But they also typify goop's approach to what they call wellness. The vitamins promise to address a variety of sketchily rendered symptoms that are the result of modern fatigue or of some lurking physical problem that Western science has yet to embrace. While the symptoms and their causes might be necessarily abstract, what's more concrete is the sufferer, women. In particular, women who can afford $90 for one month of supplements. Wellness is necessarily mindful, but it is also expensive. But let's step back for a moment. Goop is bullshit. We all know this. I don't think there is a single person listening to this podcast that does not understand the concept of skirting regulations and selling snake oil to scared people. We all understand this. We all understand that it will turn a profit. I am sure we understand that targeting the rich with their expendable income and constant need for idle entertainment is a good business model for Goop, especially when it has a well-known actress acting as its face. We understand this. Yeah. But from Alex Jones selling quack vitamin supplements to transphobic phrenology in the guise of hashtag feminism, what I think few people understand is the deep and insidious connections between alternative medicine, fascist ideology, and occult pseudoscience. A quick Google search will flood you with articles of doctors who have debunked every act of goopy malpractice. There are literally dozens of articles of lawyers who have highlighted every FDA regulation goop skirts around, but goopers don't care. They're gooping for the crystals, for the key energy, for the Chinese alchemy. They're gooping for the magic. Mm. And what I don't think you'll get anywhere but this podcast is an expert occultist. <laughs> if one wishes to learn what is hidden, they must study from beneath the blanket of Lady Night. Nocte in perpetuum et in perpetua nox. Long live the night. Nixus aeternum. 
What follows are several excerpts from an article by Amanda Moole for The Atlantic, chronicling her experience buying her way through the Goop catalog. Every time she mentions a Goop product, I will disassemble it, explaining in detail its legal, medical, and magical elements. Only on this podcast, people. Only on this podcast. You won't get this anywhere else. From Amanda Moole for The Atlantic. It was a Tuesday afternoon in the early summer when I realized that I was the person in the office who stank. Not smelled a little ripe, not could use a shower, but stank. An aroma was emanating from deep within my body. As the afternoon sun strained the building's air conditioning and my odor situation deteriorated, I furtively sniffed at myself and began running through a list of things that could have gone wrong. Had I forgotten deodorant? Had I plucked my dress out of the wrong bedroom pile? Was I sweating out the previous night's hot wings and Coors Light? But then I remembered the new vitamins. That morning, I had torn open a plastic pouch and swallowed two giant ivory pills, two giant green pills, one mottled gray gel cap, and an enormous capsule of golden fish oil. The supplement regimen was made by Goop Wellness, one of the several product lines that have grown out of Gwyneth Paltrow's influential lifestyle website, Goop. I am no expert on the physics of odor suppression, but my instinct was to sink low in my chair in an effort to trap as much of my stink under the desk as possible. From there, I opened a new browser tab to find out what I had done to myself. Oh, God. The vitamin cocktail I'd picked up at Goop's downtown Manhattan boutique was called Balls in the Air. It's the name of the product? That is the name of the product. It's called Balls in the Air. It promised to defeat fatigue and promote productivity. And maybe make a little arch joke about testicles. Its, an ingredient, its ingredients included dozens of substances, but the star of the show is a cannonball of B vitamins, including 4,000% of the recommended daily dose of niacin and 3,333% the recommended dose of B12. Too much niacin. Too much B12. That's just 3,000%. Oh, the... Like, Cannonball doesn't even cover that. That's insane. <laughs> a Google search confirmed my fears. As B-complex su supplements break down, they create chlorine, which can turn bodily fluids into a vat of stink which I was, uh, in which I was marinating. That's awful. Just radiating <laughs> BO. <laughs> like... This, this vitamin supplement literally cranks your BO output 4,000%. It's like a cheat code to, like, wreck your body. <laughs> oh, so Go, disgusting. Going into the console and <laughs> yeah. hitting, like, set BO to 4,000. Yeah. like a cheat code to make you worse at the game. <laughs> to make it harder to play. <sighs> so, here's my commentary. It costs $90 for a pack for one 30-day pack, and the main ingredient, acetylcytoline, is prescription only. The image of the nutrition facts on the back of the package are curiously a much lower resolution JPEG. <laughs> like, they have a little mouse over thing, and there's like, oh, here's all the pills, and then yeah. they have the package, and the one where you should be able to read the ingredients is like, 
way blurrier. <laughs> like, you can't read it. Even though all the other ones are, like, crisp HD. Yeah. Just put, like, a blur filter over it, and we'll notice. It's like, all right, let's crank this down to 240p. Yeah. Don't want people realizing what's in these pills. <laughs> though the support... <laughs> The support hotline number is clearly visible. None of the ingredients have any alchemical properties that I could find. Half hidden under my desk, and paranoid that my coworkers would have to draw straws to see who would give me the talk about proper office hygiene, I tore through digital pages of supplement breakdowns and pseudoscientific ravings about the wonders of megadosing on B vitamins. Another balls-in-the-air reaction was, quote, efficient energy levels aided my search as far as I could tell, the term was a polite euphemism for feeling like I had done a bump of cocaine. (laughs) But I found little information beyond a sketchy doctor promising that niacin could cure schizophrenia. (laughs) I do not have schizophrenia. I had stink lines radiating off of me, like a real-life pig pen from Peanuts. (sighs) B12 is a common ingredient in snake oil medicines, as it is rare to find in most diets. Like, it's not common in most people's diets. Yeah. And usually does provide a small but noticeable short-term burst of energy. Yeah, it's in, like, five-hour energy, right? Yeah. It's full of B12. Right, but that's usually just because people aren't getting enough B12 in their diets. Yeah. So it's like your body is... It's your body going, oh, dear God, thank you. Yeah. So by, like, just... By, like... Shooting a bunker buster of B12 into your into your body is just like your your body's just utterly overloaded with B12. Something it doesn't even get enough of to begin with. And the reason it's in so many of these like bullshit vitamin supplements is that it's legal for over the counter sale, and there's no FDA regulations Uh, um, or alchemical properties. Right. Right. So it it sounds very legit. Right. Eventually, I had to admit to myself that I was looking down the barrel of a much bigger problem. I still had 29 packets of vitamins to go. (laughs) This is day one. And it's only day one. Oh, God. And the ones I had ingested were only prologue. Like, like apparently the way that these vitamin supplements work is they, like, goop... (laughs) They, like, wean you on it. Like, so this is barely a taste yeah. of how bad this woman is going to smell on day 20 or day 15. Just, just like, reeking of piss. Yeah. I'm just going to hop down to goop to take my piss pills. They make you smell like piss. I'm sweating urine. <laughs> this is what I want. Thanks, goop. <laughs> Uh, I was in the first days of a chaotic, expense-account-straining journalistic mission to goopify my existence. Just props to Amanda Mole. What a sentence. Yeah, it's like a super-size-me kind of, like, territory of, like, exploring how (laughs) far... Goopify me. Yeah. Bring it on, boys. Gosh, how brave. (sighs) Goop, a one-stop shop for people hell-bent on perfecting themselves has helped sell Americans on the idea that, quote, wellness means buying things until you feel better. Which, like, we could we could stop the podcast right here. That's it. Yeah. That's the, that's the entire impetus behind Goop. It's that, hmm, buying things makes me feel better sometimes. Yeah, but as we've seen in this podcast, like, there's increasingly diminished returns with buying things to make you happy. Yeah, it's... <laughs> 
just makes you a hollow, sad person. And eventually you become reverse tolerant. Yeah, right. <laughs> It just destroys your psyche. Yeah. So I had dropped more than $1,000 on Goop products to see whether or not they could really improve my life. My first indication of what was ahead of me came right after I walked up to the Goop store in Manhattan when I turned down the boutique's stretch on Bond Street on a sunny weekday afternoon. Dark paparazzi SUVs were idling on the cobblestones, waiting for someone famous to arrive at a starlit bait restaurant across the street. Sitting in the store's doorway was a $600 Ralph Lauren umbrella stand draped in fragile, porous calfskin, which often discolors and loses its lush texture when exposed to water. (laughs) Using it to upholster an umbrella bucket felt like an elaborate joke. (laughs) It, like, yeah. she hasn't even be- gotten in the store yeah. yet. <laughs> it's already, like, satirically ridiculous. Yeah, so here, welcome to the belly of the beast, folks. Inside, the store looked less like a mecca of rich hippie wellness and more like a high-end clothing boutique that dot New York City's wealthiest neighborhoods. The walls were painted a creamy shade somewhere in between beige and blush, lined with gleaming golden racks of silk dresses and shelved and shelves stacked with delicate summer knits. I flipped over a few tags and found four figure prices and tiny sizes. Earlier that day, I had read an article on goop.com about how to create a, quote, judgment-free wellness space illustrated with an image of a plus-size woman doing yoga. In the store, the available clothing sizes stopped far short of anything that would fit her, or me. Yeah, the, uh... The highest any article of clothing goes is large, uh, and the yoga clothes are no longer available. It's inclusive and safe if you fit into an like, incredibly narrow standard Not for even, what is safe. It's just a safe. lie. Yeah, like, they, don't, right. they don't make plus-size clothing at all. Right. Like, it's literally just bullshit. Right. Well, it's just it's for like non-plus-size people to feel better about buying clothes exactly because <laughs> they, they get to feel like they're participating in this bullshit inclusivity when they're not right literally like not allowing plus size people in the door because they don't sell for their size right exactly <laughs> <sighs> or they do but you have to buy the goop weight loss supplements before yeah. you can buy the goop whatever you have to buy high school jeans uh, supplements that make you smell like durians or whatever <laughs> durians <laughs> Exactly. That's literally it. It's yeah. just like, here, you're going to sweat the fat through your skin in the form of piss. <laughs> <sighs> Goop most often makes headlines when it attempts to mainstream fringe health practices by, say, selling chunks of crystal intended for vaginal insertion, or Ugh. for hosting talks by controversial doctors, like one, like one who claims that depression is a nutritional ailment. Like, that just makes me mad. <laughs> But you just gotta eat B12. Right, you're just... <laughs> you don't have enough piss in you. <laughs> I can take care of that. God. <laughs> that just... The, the way you said that makes me sound... Makes it sound like the doctor's going to piss in my mouth. Yeah. That's kind of what I intended. I... Uh, like, I, I know, and I didn't want to say it, really, but... <laughs> now it's been said. It's been said. But, like, it, that is literally not the stupidest thing that Goop sells. <laughs> yeah. Like, if there was, like, 
Goop would literally sell like here we've we've got this person on a special diet that will like and we're bottling their pee for you to drink. <laughs> like Goop would do shit like yeah. that. That's not out of the question. Right. If you if you market it right, people will literally drink piss. <laughs> <laughs> like a thing that was a thing that was like the step too far yeah. for fear factor <laughs> exactly. is something that people would willingly buy at Goop. Yeah. Well, if you just like package it in like a minimalist thing and use the right flower oh, yeah no just slap of like fucking like chanel logo on it and people will literally yeah. drink piss say it has like medicinal properties in the you know like the guatemalan you know you know right. commune of, right exactly the jungle or made, something made by one-armed monks that live on a mountain yeah right <laughs> bottled one-armed monk piss from goop a hundred dollars oh that'd be cheap for goop yeah. uh but Goop is primar- primarily oriented around wealth and its trappings, particularly luxury fashion. Goop launched in, 20, in 2008 a newsletter for Paltrow's travel and shopping recommendations before transmogrifying into a $250 million retail content and events business. Whatever that means. Yeah, means nothing. A third of the store in front of me was dedicated to casual gold and diamond jewelry. Just, you know, for shits and gays. Yeah. Just wearing, wearing my casual diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> Two rare Hermes handbags were displayed behind glass. Okay, so a paragraph ago where it mentioned the, uh, the crystal vaginal insertions. Mm-hmm. Let's dive into this. <laughs> Those the, I've heard of. The so-called yoni eggs were claimed to, quote, balance hormones and regulate menstrual cycles. Ice... I say were because they were sued for this claim and settled with the California Consumer Protection Office for $145,000. The eggs are made from black jade and rose quartz, respectively, both alchemically significant stones. Rose quartz is sort of on the nose here. Alchemically, it's associated with self-love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. put it in your vagina, yeah. Uh, Okay. So, but... Black jade is, however, an utterly baffling choice. Black jade is strongly defensive and specifically reflective. One thing is for sure, if you've got your goop brand black jade yoni egg up inside you while you're picking up the kids from boarding school and somebody tries to curse your uterus, they will be made the fool as the curse will be reflected and it, it will be, in fact, their womb that would be cursed. Oh, no. Yeah. So... I guess it's useful for deflecting uterine curses. Yeah, I mean it's very specific, but if you if you're in that situation, you don't want to be without it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, there you go, viewers or listeners, if you want to know if you're worried about that, here's where you go. They're not legally sold anymore, but <laughs> No, they okay, they are sold, but they're not sold as like vaginal supple, as like vaginal inserts uh-huh. anymore. Like they're sold as like decorations but it's like exactly the same project like product yeah they just call it something different right and it doesn't have any it's like they say you can insert them into your vagina and do kegels with them but they're chiefly decorations yeah we're not telling you to but you can and they they don't say any of the health benefit things Mm -hmm. like they don't say that it'll like cure your depression (laughs) which is like that's like 1830s medicine yeah like (laughs) That's like Cleopatra making a jar of bees and using that as the first vibrator or whatever. Yeah. 
All that said, black jade and rose quartz are porous stones, meaning that they are full of tiny cracks that are ideal for bacteria and hard for soap and water to clean. Additionally, if one were to boil the Goop brand Yanni eggs after every use, as Gwyneth recommends, one runs the risk of what is called quench cracking the stone, i.e. the sudden temperature change will only create more space for new bacterial colonies ready to manifest destiny your freshly warded <laughs> vagina. <laughs> it's like these... Using crystal for... A dildo is incredibly unsafe. Yeah. It's like a breeding ground for bacteria. Yeah, and then you're boiling it, and it's just becoming more and more dangerous. Like apt homes for bacteria. Literally, that's exactly like. Well, okay. And the other thing about quench cracking is that it can make the surface of a crystal of a crystal dildo like very subtly serrated, right. and it can cause tiny fissures inside mm-hmm. of like inside of your vagina yeah like that is obscenely dangerous exactly it's like a torture device or something well it's not it's not going to be enough like that's the insidious part is that it's not going to be enough to actually cause you pain Mm. but like it's it's even worse because you don't even know right you'll you'll have tiny fissures on the inside of like like it even like even though the skin on the inside of a vagina is very sensitive mm-hmm. you still won't be able to feel it right. and so you'll have all these tiny cuts that these bacteria can just jump right. into like <laughs> directly f- into your bloodstream a feedback loop of <laughs> bacteria no it's this is incredibly dangerous and like deeply unethical to sell yeah right 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 I strolled to the back, where Goop's marble countered, quote, Clean Beauty Apothecary, a mix of nutritional supplements, makeup, and skincare products, home decor, cookware, and two shelves of vibrators, was waiting for me to begin my version of the supermarket sweep. I spent a decade covering the fashion industry, so I'm intimately familiar with all the luxuries that money can buy. But I've never been able to afford most of them. This time, there would be no anxiety about the looming bill. No internal debate over what it means for some stupid thing to be worth $78. For for an hour or so, I would shop like a truly rich person with no consequences. And that's, to me, key here. Right. Is that, like, Goop is explicitly marketed towards people that have nothing but expendable income. Right. Like, the only people buying Goop shit... Like, most of this pseudoscience shit is sold towards desperate people, right? Like, people who can't really afford, um, like, people who can't really afford healthcare, but they can afford some, like, ridiculously expensive predatory pseudoscience because it's cheaper than real healthcare. Right, yeah, just, like, out of necessity. Goop is almost entirely a fashion statement. Mm. It's like all of this shit is explicitly sold to people that have nothing to lose. Right. That have the money to back up these consequences and will not lose anything. Yeah, money to burn. I asked the two women working in the store, pretty blonde 20-somethings who could have been cousins or sorority sisters or cousins in the same sorority, if they could show me the things people liked the most. The pair pointed to the vitamins and an artfully mismatched selection of vintage crystal goblets. Gleefully, I started grabbing things, a skincare starter kit, a water bottle that contained a chunk of rose quartz, 
a pair of millennial pink cut glass goblets, I selected a mint green blow dryer that had been advertised to seemingly every woman with an internet connection and a credit card. One of the saleswomen sold me on a giant ceramic bowl with the assurance that it would be great for nights when I, had a, when I just wanted a big salad. Nothing about the bowl seemed different from what I could buy at a crate and barrel, but her enthusiasm seemed profound. <laughs> on those big salad nights. <laughs> <laughs> you, ever get a, you ever get a craving for a lot of salad? <laughs> Do I? Every week? Be prepared for those sudden ravenous big salad <laughs> cravings. Have you ever become insatiable, insatiably lustful for salad? But you don't have a bowl that can accommodate your unquenchable thirst. Your bloodlust. Your big salad lust. Gee, Bill, I sure wish I had a salad that could accommodate my salad lust. <laughs> uh. Nothing about the bull seemed different from what you could buy at a crate and barrel, but her enthusiasm for it seemed profound, and I didn't want to disappoint her by distrusting the bull's potential. Which sounds very threatening. <laughs> Don't distrust the bull. Alright, so I looked at I looked at these products. Yeah. The Mosser pink the Mosser glass pink glass goblets are entirely mundane pink glass. They are forty dollars for a pair. The exact same goblets are sold at Crate and Barrel for $8 each. A similar situation for the Rima Mirandi Pink Ceramic Bowl and the Harry Josh Pro Dryer 2000. Like, it's literally just a normal pair of glass goblets that are honestly pretty ugly. Yeah. And a normal ceramic bowl. Just about branding. Just saying, like, this is different. Even it's, though it's, it's especially different. Not. It's, it's been personally selected by Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, she licked each one. <laughs> to determine taste and yeah. readiness. Hmm, <laughs> yes, this aura tastes delectable. Sell it! <laughs> she judged each one on taste, presentation, and the use of the secret ingredient. <laughs> <laughs> like it's chopped. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I like the idea that it's like... It's like a ritual chamber that just has Gwyneth, <laughs> it has Gwyneth Paltrow yeah. like bathing in oil and yeah. there's a bunch of deer skulls everywhere. Yeah. With like Gregorian chants like right. echoing in the distance. Right. She has like a, a squad of eunuchs yeah. that are in gold chains that she yeah. has singing for her. And these sorority sisters like, there's like a whole purification ritual that they have yeah. to go through to bring her this bowl. And they, they go up and they kneel in front of her and they're like, <laughs> My lady, we have another product for your test. And she, her forked tongue snakes out and wraps around the bowl. <laughs> she, she, she has, like, really realistic eyes painted on her eyelids, and they shoot open to reveal her real eyes. Or, or they, they shoot open, but then she has a second pair of clear eyelids yeah. that then flick open again. Yeah. She speaks in an ancient forgotten tongue that, yes, the bowl may go into the retail lineup. <laughs> Thank you, my lady. <laughs> we shall place. We shall sell this bowl at seventy-eight dollars. <laughs> well above market price. <sighs> and then they sacrifice one of the eunuchs. <laughs> Unceremoniously, <laughs> just for they shit. shoot him in the face. <laughs> just ruins the whole scene. 
This did, however, draw my attention to the Goop Dyson supersonic hairdryer with 24 karat finish. Wow. Which, gold is alchemically associated with youth. It seems to be a simple gaudy design choice here. The website blurb describes the color of the case as, quote, more than red. Which, what does that mean? Like, it's clear that the gold here is just, like, being ostentatious, but there yeah. is, like, no, there is actually some alchemical backing here. Mm. That's fun. There you go. But then you have the red case, which is, like, bright-ass red. Yeah. More than red. More than red. It's like, what do you mean? Do you have, like, weird butterfly eyes and you can just, <laughs> you can perceive more colors than I can? This brings us to the, quote, water bottle with the chunk of rose quartz. This could be one of two products in the Goop lineup. It is most likely the Glachi Rose Quartz Crystal Infused Water Bottle, $80. The product's untempered crystal will likely suffer from the same bacteria-ridden problems that the previous crystal product will. So, it's not, like, encased in resin or anything. It's like, it is a... A tiny little obelisk of rose quartz, Mm -hmm. like, mounted at the bottom. And it's just, like, raw in there. Right. Like, it's just just mounted in the bottle. The site says that the idea for the product came to its inventors as young girls, as they were growing up in a house with a father who would frequently infuse potions with crystals. Ooh. Wow. The investors, or the inventors, say the idea came to them in a prophetic vision, which... I believe is called having an idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had a, pro- a prophetic vision of, an, of a new product. You mean like you were inspired and had an idea yeah. for a product? In the same way that we have prophetic visions every time we write episodes of this podcast. Right. You know? I, I woke up this morning with a prophetic idea for a new podcast episode. AKA I thought about what would be a good podcast topic and did it i saw things in the world and then metastasized them into a podcast because that's how having ideas works yeah you put it that way magically the crystals do not have like crystals do not have any power in and of themselves they're like colored glass through which one shines a light to change the light's color Mm. you know it's like a filter yeah. Crystals are batteries that work best with specific sorts of energy. Unless you want, unless you know how to enchant it, drinking from a water bottle with a crystal in it is akin to drinking from a bottle of water with an empty battery in it. <laughs> does, if that makes does that make sense? Am I explaining that correctly? Like it's the empty battery isn't doing anything; it's just kind of sitting there. Yeah, it's like unless you like just because you have a bottle with a crystal in it doesn't make the water magic in and of itself like it's just like you it's it's a battery for an enchantment right right? you you're what you're essentially doing is drinking from a bottle of water with an empty battery in it right with like slightly less space for water in it yeah (laughs) literally (laughs) (laughs) and more bacteria yeah the rose quartz bottle is described in the article the rose quartz bottle described in the article is likely this product. There is a possibility it is another product in the Goop catalog, but we will come back to that. Okay. 
After a few minutes of browsing, I was offered a gratis carton of organic, calorie-free, grapefruit and elderflower essenced alkali spring water. Try saying that five times fast. <laughs> it tasted like the ghost of a grapefruit, or like you finish your morning juice in an unrinsed cup with water. <laughs> Which, like, oh, so they gave you some LaCroix. Got him! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, get right. fucked, LaCroix. You're right about LaCroix. They're a dirty, dirty company. Deserves to be brought down. <sighs> a second customer. It's like, we're, we're moving off. Yeah. Moving past that. <laughs> a second customer, another young woman, came into the store and asked to be shown the things people like, and the sorority sisters pointed her to different stuff from what they had shown me. Meanwhile, my pile of ostensibly life-improving Paltrow-approved products was growing. The only thing I wanted but resisted was a $300 serum made by Barbara Thrum, the Instagram-famous dermatologist to the stars. Mm. I was afraid that if I tried it, it might work too well, make me too beautiful, too radiant, too dewy. Like handsome Squidward. <laughs> when... when, when. Holistic medicine goes too far. Right. You just be, oh no, he's hot. <laughs> I, I just loved the term too dewy. <laughs> I would be haunted by the knowledge of what I was missing for the rest of my life. All right, let's get into this. Was fun. Yeah. Elderflower comes from the Saxon word eld, meaning flame, in reference to the elderflower's ability to grow and spread incredibly quickly. Alchemists seem to agree, agree with the plant's connection to platonic, flame to platonic flame energy. The elderflower tree is sacred to the, pain, the pagan Danish deity Hildemer, a deific dryad archfey best known for mocking a king of Northamptonshire and then turning him into a statue. Nice. Grapefruit essence smells nice. There are several sources that tout the magical properties of grapefruit essence, and all of them conflict. It is, however, nice of the Goop employees to perform a baptismal rite to an ancient Danish nature god. It's <laughs> very polite of them. Yeah. Just, Here, you're now blessed by this ancient pagan nature god. <laughs> so that's fun. In all, I spent $1,279. One of the clerks loaded my purchases into three giant shopping bags, all white with a thick black Grogasson handles, or, yeah. The inside lip of each bag said, have a goop day. Just, just not even clever. It's like, right, it's just, have a goop day? Have a goop. That's good. Elaborate on that. Well, good is uh, similar to goop and go, uh, goop day. We put that. It makes me think that, like, their head of personal marketing is like a caveman. Yeah. Just like... Uh, have goop day. That's good. That's why you. That's why we pay you one hundred and twelve dollars an hour. <laughs> God. Uh, they were heavy enough that the clerk helped me. They were heavy enough that the clerk helped me out to the sidewalk, where she assumed an idling black Audi was mine. It wasn't. <laughs> this is yours, huh? Oh, uh, n no, no. Oh, I took, it was. I took the bus here. <laughs> And then she, she looks at her like, bus? What is bus? I do not understand this. Is that poor people carriage? <laughs> carriage for poor? <sighs> if shopping is a thrill, then the process of unpacking and inspecting a fresh haul of stuff 
is the blissful afterglow. I lugged my goop acquisitions into my apartment and, one by one, lovingly removed them from their boxes, like it was a self-help Christmas. Like many people who enter the wellness market with little more than a vague sense that they could probably feel better than they do, I didn't know exactly what anything I bought would do for me. Goop's website doesn't let its shoppers review their purchases, so I simply read the packaging and guessed what effects the various objects and potions might have. I started my experiment with something I felt I could handle, blow-drying my hair. I grabbed the Christoph Robin round brush, $103, and the Harry Josh blow dryer, $249, which promised to combine their powers to create smooth, loose, effortless curls. The amount of cash that should have gotten me the hair of an Instagram influencer. But I hit an obstacle almost immediately. I'd gotten a haircut only eight weeks earlier, but women who use $100 brushes apparently get more frequent trims. The brush snagged knots in the ends of my hair that were invisible to the human eye. A hair appointment two weeks later proved my suspicion. After a trim, the brush worked fine. So it's like literally products made for people that get expensive haircuts very yeah. frequently. Right. It's like in another like barrier to entry for, exactly. for non-rich people. The brush and blow dryer, like most of my goop purchases, were intended to be used in the privacy of my own home. But it wasn't long before the Glotchy Crystal Elixir Water Bottle, $80, which features a large rose quartz crystal shaped vaguely like the Washington Monument jutting up from its center, forced me to go public with my wellness experiment. The market for bottles that promise to infuse water with crystal-derived, quote, healing energies is more crowded than you might think. But the Glotchy version goes a step beyond many of its competitors by putting a big chunk of rock directly in the water chamber instead of embedding a few small stones behind an interior of layered glass. Mm. Having the crystals behind glass is actually better practice, Mm, right? Um, And features less bacteria. Yeah, like more hygienic. Yeah. Glotchy's packaging is careful to stipulate that the company makes no medical claims. Still, its website notes that drinking rose quartz water is, quote, helpful in enhancing communication and has the ability to make surrounding environments feel open and safe. I chose to forego the glass bottle's optional opaque sleeve and open myself up to questions in the office. And my water bottle, indeed, quote, enhanced communication by drawing the attention of people from departments far and wide. Oh, that's what you meant. Yeah, yeah. Because you look like an idiot drinking from a crystal bottle. It It did not make me feel safer, but it did let me taste the distinct minerality imparted by drinking something with a rock in it. What a good sentence. Yeah. I have no idea where they're getting these terms from. Rose Quartz has no association with communication. Yeah. If that's what you wanted, you should go for Blue Lace Agate. If it's safety you want, you go for Tourmaline or Obsidian or even Amethyst. Like, they're, they're even lying about the magic properties of the crystal. Right. Like, when they could easily just swap it out for the crystal that's actually associated with those right. things. Right. It's, it's just because Rose Quartz is, like, pretty and hashtag aesthetic. That's, yeah. that's it. 
Like, right, man, it's just like more evidence. Like at, they do not care about research or like any kind of backing. They're just like, let's just use this for our benefit. They're not even it. doing the magic pseudoscience bullshit. Yeah, like sincerely. Right. Such... But no, the idea for it came to them in a prophetic vision. Yeah. Like, After the vitamin mishap, I began to read the instructions for my remaining purchases more carefully. But Goop's products kept thwarting me. The Casas Tinted Face Oil, $42, promised to hydrate my face while evening my skin tone. The first time I tried to use it, it disappeared into the core of my Beauty Blender makeup sponge and was never seen again. I I felt like the raccoon in that viral video trying to wash its cotton candy. When I squirted the oil onto the back of my hand to dab it on a brush, it dripped onto the floor in seconds. I still have no idea how I'm supposed to put it on my face. I, I love the idea of, like, a product that flees from you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like those little worms that you put in water and they, they move. Remember those? Little fuzzy what? worms? What are you talking about? I forget what they're called. Like sea they, monkeys? Yeah, it's in that, like, family of products, but there are these, like, little fuzzy... They're not real worms, but they're like these little fuzzy things that you like put water on. They kind of like crawl like worms and they like move around your house. I have no idea what you're talking about. I forget what they're called. It sounds like it sounds like you're describing like little homunculi. Like... <laughs> kind of. They're pretty scary looking. I'm so thirsty. <laughs> Give me water, please. They try to escape from you. Goop, goop brand homunculi. <laughs> you can just buy a little man in a in a little glass <laughs> bottle. You get to feed and care for him. And he, he teaches you secret wisdom and helps you achieve gnosis. <laughs> the Goop Martini Emotional Detox Bath Soak, $35, was most unhelpful. It's my favorite name so far. The Goop Martini Emotional Detox Bath Soak. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I don't even know why it's called martini. There's nothing like martini adjacent in the ingredients. There's no like vodka in it or whatever. No! Water. There, like, literally nothing. I don't know why it's called... It doesn't look like a martini. It has, like... They just called it a martini. They could have called it, like, a scorpion. There's yeah. nothing... <laughs> Cactus man, dance, spin, juice. <laughs> Capti- ca- goop brand, cactus man, dance, spin, juice. <laughs> just throwing words. Just, like, <laughs> random word generator. Right. Just goop brand, battery, staple, horse, correct. <laughs> I'll take it. Yes, please. I need it. It's it's $140. Yeah. It came in a pouch with a detailed image of pink salt crystals, but when I dumped it in my bath, it was brown. <laughs> my tub looked like some someone had taken a shit in it. It also smelled terrible, but not in a way that matched up with how it looked. The online product listing provided two clues as to why. Frankincense and myrrh. Like old baby Jesus got. Like old baby Jesus got. Goop's <laughs> gift, Goop's gift of the Magi are as musty as you might expect. Resins that got name checked in the Bible to smell in 2019. I felt very middle class for wanting something dyed pink and artificially scented instead. So this is, like I, they actually had all of the ingredients like published about this, mm. and so I went. I had a ton of fun going through this. The Goop Martini Emotional Detox Bath Soak is described as being made with, quote, pharmaceutical-grade espum salt. There is no such thing as pharmaceutical-grade espum salt. The other ingredients include Nagaratorma, 
better known as nutgrass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let it sit. Let it sit. It has mild... <laughs> nutgrass. Uh, nutgrass. We're such idiots. It has mild astringent properties and is often used in soap making despite its weird and incredibly pungent smell. <laughs> I like soap that smells bad. Okay. Okay. I couldn't... I couldn't find anyone who would, like, outright straight up say it, but every single person that was talking about, like, the smell of, of Nagaratoma slash Nutgrass... It's very clear it smells like cum. Like, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> the elephant in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know what it smells like, not going to say it. Chia seeds smell nice, and chia seed oil is poisonous to gossip spirits. Ah. Yeah. So that's, like, I was actually kind of presently, pleasantly surprised to learn that, because I didn't know that. Yeah, like, there you go. So if you don't want people gossiping about you, and you want to remain secretive and, like, unexplored, you uh, you use chia seeds or chia plants. Nice. It's an anti-scrying, it's an anti-scrying alchemical herb. There you go. That's cool as shit. Yeah. Passionflower smells nice, but is generally associated with passionate love of the... <laughs> Of the biblical sort, as in the passion of the Christ, its namesake. It's like... It's like dying for humanity? Yeah, like a martyrdom thing. Yeah. Like, it's that level of passion. Wow. Which, like, combined with the the frankincense and myrrh is, like, weirdly intense. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, uh, vetiver is a cousin of lemongrass, often used to ward against rats and mice as they hate the smell, and is therefore said to repel thieves. Nobody will steal from you while you're in the tub, I guess. I mean, I found that to be true. (laughs) (laughs) That you know of. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Tired of all these goddamn rats bothering me while I'm taking a bath. What you trying to gossip about me outside the room? <laughs> well, what you need is vetiver and chia. There you go. Valerian root, named for its named for a Roman senator, is associated with both Jupiter and his Christian corollary, Saint George. It is a mild sedative and a relaxant, making it extre- an extremely common base ingredient among herbal alchemists. Mm. It is also dangerous to consume while <laughs> pregnant, something the product does not mention. Which it should. Which it should. (laughs) Next is frankincense, an aromatic incense made from tree resin, best known for its role in the story of the three wise men who visited the Christian prophet as a child. Biblically, it is the mark of a healer. Frankincense is an expectorant. It makes you sneeze, purifying the body of impure humors. Hmm. Yeah, so that's why why it was important in the myth, right? Uh... All the people asking, like, oh, why is... Like, why did they bring... What the fuck is frankincense and myrrh? That's why. Because uh, frankincense is the mark of a healer. Or, right. One of the main things Jesus was known for. Yeah. Well, and it's it's specifically the mark of, like, a sort of... Like, it's the mark of someone who heals. Right. right? This is them sort of anointing them. Mm-hmm. Anointing the child Christ. Got it. Then comes myrrh. Myrrh is also an aromatic resin, but it is more commonly used in embalming. Mm. Myrrh sucks moisture from the air, keeping the body dry and less attractive to worms. Mm. Biblically, it represents the child Christ's conquering of death. If you have ever been inside a church, 
that is that's what frankincense and myrrh smells like a shitty shitty martini <laughs> there's the martini so this so okay what was what the fuck was this thing called again the goop martini emotional detox bath soak smells like a church soaked in cum <laughs> and it looks like it looks like dookie water it's $90 <laughs> I just, I just like that it has the word emotional in it and the product name. Like, the product itself is just, like, really sad all the time. <laughs> oh, you mean, like, like it's a very emotional bath yeah. soak? <laughs> As if the bath soak itself is like, I yeah. don't know what to fucking do. I'm just so overwhelmed all the time. What do these ingredients even mean, man? But, but it's like this, this dookie water that smells like a cummy church. <laughs> Come on down to Cummy Church. No, don't. <laughs> Why that voice? <laughs> we'll anoint you the right way. <laughs> With rats and chia seeds. Oh, God. Uh, this episode is just like getting into weird territory. Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep moving. Many of the plants on this list have strong smells and weird smells. <laughs> and magically, there's no clear working here. Like, the combination of uppers and downers is very odd. Like, the working itself is muddled and useless. Yeah. Like, it's very chaotic. There's right. no there's no magical harmony here. Right. They're just sort of throwing shit in a bath and seeing what works. Yeah. Then there's the vibrator. Determined to become the first person ever to expense a sex toy to the Atlantic, though really who knows for sure what Thoreau submitted for reimbursement. I like the implication that Henry David Thoreau, like, bought dildos on the Atlantic's dime. I don't... Was he associated with the Atlantic? Yeah, he wrote for the Atlantic. Oh. Yeah. This, oh. Is, this is the place where you learned it, about goop. I guess. Welcome to the intersection of goop and Henry David Thoreau. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm just very confused in general. I feel unstuck in time again. Right, right. No. It's not as... This episode isn't as, like, chaotic and insane as WeWork. Yeah. It's just kind of, like, numbing. Yeah, well, like, WeWork was, like, a descent into, like, dark madness. This is just, like, a descent, like, get, getting lost in, like, a weird heaven realm where it's, nothing makes sense. Right, right. It's, like, it's... Goop is, like... Getting lost in a in a, like a dying mall. Yeah, <laughs> everything is too clean and too big and too empty, and everything echoes like a really upscale mall. Right, right, and it's like the space is big and cavernous and bright, and you can't see the sun, so you don't know what time it is. Yeah, <laughs> everything has this weird, pristine, eternal feel to it. Yeah, it's like angelic music playing. Yeah. But somewhere far off that you can't see. Da -da -da -da. I had chosen the Smile Makers Fire, the Smile Makers Fireman vibrator, fifty-five dollars. Prohibitively expensive for a vibrator. Yeah. Vibrators are like twelve dollars. Yeah. A little flame-shaped chunk of coral-colored silicone that looked silly enough not to scream marital aid if a house guest opened the wrong drawer. It was one of four slightly infantilizing options that Goop carries, themed around cutesy stereotypical objects of feminine yearning. The fire, the fireman, the tennis coach, the Frenchman, and the millionaire. 
The millionaire is so vague. Right. Like, what does a millionaire mean anymore? <laughs> I own a semi-professional hockey team. <laughs> oh, gosh, my lady parts are exploding. I made my millions selling, like, home fight videos online. <laughs> right. It's like a millionaire doesn't mean anything anymore. Right, and it's like... But it totally fits in that, like, stereotypical cutesy object of feminine desire. Yeah, right. Like, like, that's how so much of this goop shit is named. It's like this... It's this, like, overly precious... Like, overly precious hashtag feminist bullshit. Yeah. It's so, like... But it's, it's like, tongue... It's weirdly tongue-in-cheek, like, self-aware performative Which almost makes shit. it worse. Right, which is worse. That it's, like, sort of a, like, cute, cutesily acknowledging the fact that it's just a brand. Yeah, but still charging, like, prohibitively expensive prices. And right. Doing stuff that's, like, dangerous for your body and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> My comment here is, like... None of the vibrators are, like, arcane in any fun way, but the fireman looks like one of Squidward's hands. <laughs> it's got that, like, it looks kind of like one of those squid tentacles. Squidward tentacles. Squidward tennis balls. Unfortunately, the vibrator violated a cardinal rule of, se- of all toys, sex or otherwise. It didn't come with a battery. I didn't realize this until late in the game, and I was left wandering around my apartment in just a t-shirt, trying to decide which remote control would yield a battery with the most life. Later, when the time came to shut up my laptop and pretend nothing had happened, I couldn't figure out how to turn the vibrator off. I jabbed at its single button, but that only made it vibrate harder. All I could do was muffle the toy under my duvet and wander my apartment once again to track down the instructions. It becomes the Wailing Stone from Steven Universe. <laughs> There's no way to shut it off. <laughs> Just make it. it starts like resonating your house yeah. apart. Like, ah, make it stop. <laughs> I just love this, the idea of like, I love the idea of a prohibitively expensive vibrator that doesn't have an off button. Like, you just put the, yeah. the battery in and it just starts vibrating and you have no control over it. Every time you try to turn it off, it vibrates faster. <laughs> Punishing you for your hubris. Every time Shrek smile, it gets faster. <sighs> I'm not acknowledging you, Evan. <laughs> That's a good strategy. Some of my Goop products, I must note, worked beautifully. The Slip Silk Scrunchies, $39, fulfilled their promise to be kinder to my hair than the skinny elastics that have been yanking strands out of my head for years. The Goop Beauty Skincare quote, Discovery Set, $125, included two facial moisturizers, moisturizers that I loved, reaffirming my belief that rich women over 40, over 40, like Gwyneth Paltrow herself, really do know about all the best creams. I bought a Lise Lux hair towel for $30. That was exactly as long and thin as the hair towels should be for optimal hair twisting. The Goop Beauty Skincare Discovery Set is not a Goop product. It's a generic skincare set previously sold at Nordstrom's, rebranded with the Goop name. This is likely why it works. (laughs) The scrunchies are mundane. The towel is mundane. So, like... That's, like, 
Goop is a retailer, but a yeah. lot of what they do is they'll like people can approach them with their products. Yeah. So that like you can come up and sell your product at Goop. Yeah. And a lot of their catalog is just shit that's sold otherwhere, rebranded as a Goop product. Right. <laughs> the Necessaire body lotion for $25, which is sold with no health claims at all, and did an eczema flare that had plagued me for more than a year. Exactly the type of chronic illness that inspires many people to look for relief in internet tips and alternative remedies. Its success gave me the same sense of hope that sells millions of dollars of unproven treatments, mm. right? And see, notice that the shit that works is the non-goop shit. Yeah, just right? like standard products. <laughs> right. They get you in with some, like, effective but expensive skin cream. Yeah. And they, that's how they wean you onto all the weird shit. Yeah. Like, onto the vaginal eggs or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Even so, as the experiments went on, I began to suspect that the health company I had been promised would never quite materialize. I tried to take every vitamin sachet and dose of Goop-branded melatonin with the sincere belief that I might one day away come away feeling better than I ever could. But Goop's primary focus on merely maintaining appearances was inescapable. Vitamins to quicken metabolism and maximize energy, supplement powder for glowing skin, cooking manuals and equipment to food restrict my way into well-being. Like, so they cover the whole ass spectrum. Yeah. For these products to be considered successful, the result wouldn't necessarily be a stronger, more resilient, more competent me, or a more peaceful relationship with my body. It would be a person who is better dressed, who hasn't succumbed to the indignities of visible aging, whose hair doesn't frizz, and who never goes back for seconds at dinner. Instead of questioning long-standing assumptions about women's bodies, as Goop often claims is its goal, the company's products embrace one of America's oldest health myths, that physical beauty is proof not only of a person's health, but of their essential righteousness. Mm -hmm. If the outside is perfect, the inside must be too. Right. It's a retrograde version of womanhood for a company that so frequently deploys the word empowerment. Yeah. It's also a clever bit of vertical integration. Some companies sell weight loss products. Others, the clothes you get to wear after you've consistently starved yourself. Few companies sell both. Right. Which is, that's basically what a lifestyle brand is. Yeah. Wellness companies can feel predatory, even those not making Gwyneth Paltrow richer. Yeah. It's a largely unregulated industry, and it operates on an environment of open desperation. Many women justifiably mistrust the ways conventional doctors address their concerns and treat their pain, which yeah. is completely legitimate. Doctors don't give a shit about, like, women problems. Yeah. It's, like, a well-known problem. Totally. Goop, influential in many ways, that would make most gurus and healers envious, has helped introduce millions of people to, quote, experts who argue that HIV doesn't cause AIDS and that drinking celery juice can treat cancer. Right. In 2018, the company settled a $145,000 lawsuit, lawsuit over unsubstantiated claims that its jade and rose quartz eggs could balance hormones and regulate menstrual cycles. Goop denied any wrongdoing. Of course. The company was also pressured to stop selling a set of, quote, healing stickers that were not, as it claimed, made of materials organically developed for NASA that were actually just mylar. A common polyester that the manufacturer Body Vibes claims is, quote, programmed with frequencies derived from Gregorian monk chanting. It's like there's a whole 
there's a whole bullshit pseudoscience around the idea of like resonance. Yeah. It's like the idea with the stickers is that it's like, oh, we it's like these stickers are built to resonate at a specific frequency and that frequency is associated with like like health or wealth or some other bullshit. Yeah. And they're not. They don't resonate. They're just stickers. Yeah, and then, like, bringing, like, a weird religious element of, like, the Gregorian chant into it and just, like, it's infused with spiritual energy or something. Yeah, exactly. It's so... Well, it's it's so bold-facedly bullshit. It's not even worth going into here. Yeah. Like, it's just... they. They were just ugly stickers. They had, like, unicorns on them. Are you supposed to, like, put them on your body? Yeah. Is that... And it's and the the programmed resonance is supposed to like improve your whatever. Who cares? <laughs> Goop declined to talk to me for this article, but the company has addressed accusations about its predilection for pseudoscience in the past. Its spokespeople usually wind up telling journalists that any claims the company has made should be considered functionally meaningless. <laughs> Quote, as we've always explained, advice and recommendations included on Goop are not formal endorsements, a Goop spokesperson told Ray Polenta, a journalist who debunked the NASA stickers. When people charge Goop with classism or elitism, Paltrow frequently reminds them that its, its recommendations, product listings, and information about fringe health services such as vaginal steaming are free and have always been. I'm not sure how much information on vaginal steaming anyone really needs. It's pretty much what it sounds like. In some instances, the company has issued responses via open letter on its own website, quote, being dismissive of discourse, of questions from patients, of practices that women might find empowering or healing, of daring to poke at a long-held belief, seems like the most dangerous practice of all, unquote. One post posits, before launching into an impassioned defense of its vaginal eggs. (laughs) Only stupid bullshit can immediately precede launching into an impassioned defense of vaginal eggs. Exactly. If that's the end goal of the speech, whatever comes before is going to be be ignored. Is going to be stupid as all hell. (sighs) To hear the company tell it, Goop's constituents are victims of chronic illnesses and the doctors who dismiss them, and their victimization is compounded by friends and loved ones who doubt the efficacy of alternative treatments. Last year, Goop's chief content officer, Elise Lowen, told the journalist Taffy Broadster Anchor that the company's amplification of unproven cures and uncredentialed health gurus is evidence that its employees are, quote, just asking questions about women's health and well-being. Just asking questions is also is also a defense frequently invoked by anti-vaxxers, 9/11 truthers, and eugenicists. Yeah, and that's the sort of sinister underbelly here, yeah. right? Like, all of this shit is goofy until it stops being goofy. Totally. Running a luxury lifestyle business and running an organization sincerely trying to address the medical maltreatment of American women are distinct pursuits. Chronic illness and the state of women's health care are both enormous problems in America that disproportionately harm people living in poverty, black and Hispanic people, and people who live in rural and urban areas without adequate medical resources. Certainly, wealthy women face these problems too. No amount of money can guard against certain illnesses or biased doctors. But many wealthy women have better access to help, so many other Americans do. By that measure, 
Goop's customers are already the wellest among us, yeah. right? Again, these are people with nothing to lose. Yeah. Fundamental to Goop's sales philosophy is the idea that the female body is a matter of opinion, and that, mm. quote, asking questions is the best way to resist a medical establishment determined to tell women how to feel. Mm. The biggest question I had while using Goop's product was a little different. How had a celebrity convinced so many women who can afford all the designer dresses and diamond jewelry they want that all their problems, health or otherwise, can be solved by buying even more stuff? Yeah. And to wrap this up, like, I jumped to the end of the article. Mm. Did I have a vitamin deficiency? Were my free radicals out of control? Was my normal moisturizer full of bad chemicals? Are artificial fragrances and dyes harming me? Is all of this why I'm fat? Why I get tired in the afternoons? Why I've never successfully gotten a beach wave into my hair? It's not. But what if it were? Goops, just asking questions. Man. So there you go. Now. Okay. I have... I have... I've prepared something fun for you guys. <laughs> you gave me a little spo- spoiler earlier. Yeah, I'm excited. yeah. So just to just to sort of wear away all of the the sort of despair that yeah, this episode builds grossness. up, I've invented a game called Goop or Goof. <laughs> Here's the rules. I'm going to tell you a pair of products. One is a Goop product, and the other is one that I've made up. <laughs> Your job, Evan, is to guess which one is real. So. Feels like a Billy on the street. Mm-hmm. So, which is the goop product, Evan? Is it <clears throat> Dr. Singa's Bath Mustard for $13 or the Pink Me Labial Essence for $13? Gonna go with the labial essence? Mm. It's Dr. Singa's Bath Mustard. Bath Mustard? Yes, Dr. Singa's Bath Mustard. <laughs> Imagine someone like squirting like Heinz mustard into their bath. It's like that's not far off. It's like mustard oil or something. I... Sorry, spit everywhere. <laughs> Sorry, it isn't affecting you with the coronavirus. Oh no! All right, goof or goop? Is it the plush sex raccoon for ninety dollars? <laughs> You can get through this, Evan. Or the pillow sex pillow for $90. I'm going to go with the raccoon is the real one. Nope, it's the pillow sex pillow. <laughs> Damn it. What is the pillow sex pillow? It's it's like a weird, ob- it's like a trapezoid pillow. I. It's like, it looks like a large sort of sturdy beanbag. Mm. I legitimately do not know where the sex bit comes in. Like, I don't know how you're supposed to use it for sex. Use it for sex. You know how. Yeah. Uh, we don't. You're going to have to explain it to us. Right. I think you know what to do with it. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. It's like... I really don't. It's the pillow brand sex pair. What do you mean sex pair? <laughs> do you mean like a pair of something or like the fruit? It's a sex pair. That's not helpful. Yeah. All right. Goof or goop? Is it Geist, a certified effective spectral hand vacuum for ghosts for $450, or a bottle of psychic vampire repellent for $27? 
When they say the ghost one is the real one? Nope, it's the psychic <laughs> it's the psychic vampire repellent for $27. Vampire repellent? Psychic vampire repellent. They're different. Damn, I need that. <laughs> All these goddamn psychic Draculas. All these goddamn psychic Draculas. <sighs> Alright. Let's see. Alright, Evan. Goof or goop? Is it? I'm, the... I'm not doing well so far. <laughs> You've gotten literally every single yeah, one wrong. I'm at zero points. Is it the Crave Vesper Vibrator Necklace for $160, gold plated, or the Crave Vesper Vibrator Thigh Holster for $160, gold plated? The necklace is the real one. Yes, you got it. Yes, okay. I'm still in this. All right. Goop or goof, is it the 18K gold dumbbells for $135,000 or an 18 karat toilet seat that comes in rose gold and black gold for $120,000, $145,000, or $165,000 respectively? Toilet seat is a real one. Nope, it's the gold dumbbells. (laughs) Gold dumbbells? Gold dumbbells. Why would you need that? For $135,000. You can get a gym membership for $15 a month. I could get a house for that. Yeah. (laughs) Like, all right. Goop or goof? Is it the, an at-home coffee enema kit for $135 or Kopi coffee, coffee beans partially digested by a civet for for $400 a pound? If you'll allow me to ask a question, mm-hmm. what's a civet? It is a kind of Indonesian animal resembling, it's sort of a cousin of sheep. <sighs> Similar to a llama. I'm going to go with the coffee enema. Yes, oh, it's the yes. coffee enema. All right, I'm back in this. All right, goof or goop? Is it the Cetus Milano toothpaste squeezer for $250 <laughs> or the Cetus Milano bathroom essentials kit, including a gold-plated toilet brush for $250? Toilet brush? Uh, what was the first one again? The Cetus Milano toothpaste squeezer <laughs> or toothpaste tube squeezer for $250. Or I'd a... say the kit is the real one. Nope, it's the toothpaste tube squeezer. Damn, doing You're doing so horribly. Well. <laughs> I'm at like uh, 35%. <laughs> I think you've gotten three correct out yeah. of like seven. Yeah. All right, goof or goop. Is it the Debbie Steam Seat Labial Steamer for $77 or the Amphora Nipple Clamps to improve nipple psychic... Nipple clamps? Ab- the Amphora Nipple Clamps that are touted as uh, improving psychic abilities for $77. I go with the labial steamer? Yep, it's the labial okay. steamer. Okay. All right. Goof or goop? Is it er, a health drink containing local soil, $40 for a six-pack, or a camel milk home delivery subscription service for $100 a month? The dirt one is real. Nope, it's the camel, it's the camel milk subscription service. Isn't camel milk like an instant laxative? Yes, it's an incredibly powerful laxative. Goof or goop? Is it Mami, a service that makes custom jewelry from your breast milk, prices vary, or a pair of Christian Louboutin shoes for babies for $250? (laughs) Gold-plated crawlers. (laughs) Uh, The baby shoes one is real. Yep. Yeah, you got that one. I'm really good at this. All right. Goof or goop? Is it La Font, a portable bidet with a designer carrying case for $90, or... L'Officine Universelle Burley Silken Toothbrush for $45. 
Toothbrush is real. Yep, got that one. <sighs> yes. All right. Goof or goop. Is it the Justin Von Defer joint case, a designer case for marijuana cigarettes for $45, or six in the morning, an organic 40-ounce craft beer served in paper bags like the hood? <laughs> Both equally as offensive. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say the marijuana one is real. Yep, that one's real. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. And actually, the, uh, the, the six in the morning beer is also real, but it's not a goop product. <laughs> Goof or goop. Is it virgin jelly for $38? Virgin jelly? Or sex dust for $38? <laughs> Evan has stood up. He is walking uh, uh, around the room. Sex dust. Sex dust. What is sex dust? I don't... Like... Dust for sex or dust from sex? I, I don't know. I, I'm not going to give you any hints. Uh, the first... What was the first one again? Virgin jelly for $38. Uh, or sex dust for thirty-eight dollars. Uh, I say, oh, sex dust is real. Yes, sex <laughs> dust is the real one. I need to find out what that is. I genuinely don't know what it. Is. I think it's like a protein powder or something. Okay, sure. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. All right. So, I, I'm sure that most. I'm. I wasn't sure if you'd seen the famous picture of the Goop product that's, it's a candle that says this candle may or may not smell like my vagina. I think I've seen that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But which of these other candles is also real? Is it a candle that says pistol whip or a candle that says butt stuff? Butt stuff. Nope, it's pistol whip. Dare I ask what pistol whip means? I genuinely don't know. Okay. <laughs> goof or goop? Is it a pair of golden handcuffs for $425 or a reusable EpiPen with gold inlay for $650? <laughs> Made in conjunction with those horrible pharmaceutical companies that sell you know, insulin for yeah, like yeah, yeah. a thousand dollars like <laughs> a thousand percent dose right right or, uh, I say the handcuffs are real yep the handcuffs are real alright you're staying in this <laughs> Okay. goof or goop is it the Olga gold plated dildo for $3,400 or the Zero Cross rose gold Beretta M9 pistol for $340,000 pistol like a gun yeah for $3,400 I say that dildo's real. Yeah. <laughs> the other product is also real, but it's not a goop product. Goof or goop, Evan. Is it the gold-plated butane camping stove for $500? Or is it a firewood tote for $500? Firewood tote. Yep. Nice. All right. Goof or goop? Is it the aromatic nut milk maker for $140 or a kinetic fitness hammer for $75 to $110 depending on the print? Nut milk. Yep, nut milk. Nice. And our final question. <laughs> let's, let's say that I, this is determines whether I... Because I, okay. I think it's been about 50-50. Okay, okay. Sudden death. All right. So, which of these... Which of these vacations is offered by the Goop Corporation? Goof or Goop? Is it a death retreat where trained tour guides medically induce temporary death for $90,000? Or a space retreat where Goop shoots you into, into near-low-Earth orbit, also for $90,000? Okay, there's a lot riding on this. Goop or Goof? 
Okay. Medically inducing death? That's a lot. Shooting you into space? That's also a lot. Neither are that far-fetched for goop. I'm gonna say, I'm All putting right. everything on the line here. Drum roll. Shooting you into space is the real one. Yes! Woo! You did it! Oh, fuck! Oh, I was so worried. <laughs> uh, oh. If, you, if you didn't get that correctly, we were going to sacrifice you to Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> I know. So what do I win? Uh, you get to live. <laughs> That's a good prize in and of itself. <sighs> so that concludes our episode. Wow, I think this is the loudest we've ever taken the waveform. Yeah, yeah. You, just, you peaked the hell out of the audio there. New DAOC record. <laughs> For... <laughs> Screaming. Well, I mean, I feel like similarly lightheaded as like the the we work and the like fear factor episode and the Doctor Doolittle episode. I, I didn't realize how draining this would be because yeah. I wrote this in an amphetamine haze. <laughs> you literally don't remember writing most of it, right. like Stephen King writing Cujo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look back on this in my writing career and be like, oh, no, that was the bad time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. My God. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Because I feel like everything on this podcast will always be, like, comparing it to to WeWork. Because like, I feel like that's, like, the reference point from now on. But it's just, right. like... Like, nothing has topped that. Yeah, but it's, it's like, they're going... They're not, like, going further down from WeWork, but they're going, like, in weird directions. Like, right. This is like like it's sinister in a different way. Yeah, yeah. Where where we work was just sort of like it was sinister in that it was exposing the true weakness of the system. Yeah, that like you, you're sort of realizing that there's no adults in this situation. Yeah, right, right, right. And this is just like I just I think the whole thing that it's masquerading is this women's empowerment brand right but like and it's like addressing this whole like issue of the entire medical system where women are are disadvantaged but like specifically low income you know marginalized minority women especially but then like the only people who can afford goop product which are supposed to be the alternative to that are rich white women right <laughs> who who can use it anyway yeah right like, it's no it's re- well and it's an aspirational brand there's yeah. so much shit there's so much shit in the goop catalog that doesn't need to be that expensive yeah it is like they they crank up the price because it's part of the brand totally and but the truly sinister here thing to me is definitely that that idea of like introducing despondent rich white women to fascist ideology yeah of like like distrusting doctors right and because that open that opens you up for all sort of ideological manipulation totally yeah oh man it's just like there's so it was just so hard to find like any concrete yeah. direction in this story yeah because it's so blatant you know, yeah. it's so like we know that it's bullshit. Right. We know that it's meaningless. And yet they've taken it so far to like preposterous extremes. Well, the thing is, is that Goop isn't actually that, like, they're not terribly huge, mm. right? Like, I mean, look at WeWork for a comparison, right? Yeah. It's six, like $60 billion at the outside and yeah. like $30 billion at the inside. That's not like. 
Goop's, I think Goop's largest profit margin was like $250 million, mm-hmm. which is like, that's kind of like small business numbers, yeah. honestly. That's like, that's like very successful small business numbers. Yeah, like I can imagine their customer base is very small, but yes. like the margins are so ridiculous, they don't even need to sell that much. Yeah, they work, they, they specifically work on going for whales. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not going for broader, like... Because if everyone could buy it, then it wouldn't be the same brand. Yeah. Right. Right. It would be just like Nordstrom skin cream or whatever. Exactly. It has to. It has to be a mark of status. Yeah. Man. Lifestyle brands. Lifestyle Sick. brand. Whatever. All right. Well. All right. Thank uh, you for listening, everyone. Yeah. Thanks for that, uh, CT. That was a lot of fun. Excellent. <laughs> Tell people to subscribe to us on Patreon. Yes. Subscribe to us on Patreon. Yeah. If you want, if you want extra content, please subscribe to us on Patreons and get our bonus minisodes called uh, business desserts that are a lot more uh, freeform and relaxed. We talk about our personal lives sometimes. Sometimes we just share funny videos and articles. You'll love it. It's only three dollars at minimum. It's pay what you want, but every bit helps. Yeah. Why are we whispering? I don't know. We're in a library. But that is true. See you next time. We love you. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to Desperate Acts of Capitalism. If you like the show, please subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, or Stitcher. And if you really want to make us happy, you can leave us a nice rating or review. You can follow us on Instagram at Desperate Acts of Capitalism and on Tumblr, link in the show notes. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Desperate Acts of Capitalism.